guys, welcome back to another episode of Take It to the House. Today I'm joined with Zach. Caleb will not be with us today. He's got other stuff going on, but um, we're going to be talking about the recent playoff games uh, and what's coming up, as well as any other like little trade rumors or um, other NFL news bits. So, Caleb, uh, Zach, how's it going? Sick to my goddamn heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, all right. Well, what game do you want to start with? Do you want to start with the Bengals? Yeah. Joe Burrow, Jersey boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So Bengals and Bra- uh, Bills. I almost said Browns. <laughs> um, Joe Burrow looks like a freaking dog out there. Uh, 23 for 36, 242 yards and two touchdowns. One of those touchdowns going to Jamar Chase. Yeah. What do we think about Burrow coming up with the conference championship rematch? I just, I think KC? that this, this kind of showed that, it, like environment does not matter. Like if for really, really good players, especially Joe Burrow, like atmosphere, environment, weather, it doesn't matter. Like the better quarterback is going to play better. And I think Joe Burrow is the number two quarterback in the league. And I've been thinking that all year. And I think he just kind of went out there and proved it. And I think that there's a huge coaching gap too. I think that's something to discuss later, but man, Burrow's he's so good. And then on the other side, we have Josh Allen, 25 42, 265 yards, one and INT. It was a bad had, pick, too. He had a bad pick. It was eight carries, 26 yards, and one touchdown. So, rushing wise. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh Allen did not look good that game at all. No. And I, it, it's surprising. The thing that surprised me is that they weren't running him more. That's where they find so much success with his with the offense is running Josh Allen because you don't have a running back. You have to run Josh Allen and eight carries is not enough in the snow, too. Yeah, I'm like for like Cincinnati and Buffalo. I feel like Cincinnati this is like a neutral game because in Cincinnati, it's the same weather. Like snow, that's what cold. that's what I was talking to Caleb about last week is when people were like, "Ooh, they got to go to Buffalo. I'm like, do you not realize that it's cold it's, as hell in it's Ohio. neutral. I feel like it's just neutral. It's neutral. Um, it's neutral field because it doesn't. It's not a home game. It's not an away game. It's just a neutral field at that point for Cincinnati because it's the same weather because they're still on the East Coast, and they're literally what like twelve hours away from Buffalo, something like that. Yeah, I mean there were definitely more. I mean it was definitely a Buffalo home game, but towards the end when fans started clearing out uh you could see the amount of Bengals fans that were there it was pretty cool yeah and you you heard the who day chance yeah man it was it was cool um i think that i don't feel like this game ever was close and mm. as soon as that first drive happened where Bengals, you know Bengals had scored and and uh and allen gets the ball back and he goes three and out i'm like dude these are plays that have been scripted for you too you script the first drive or two and so this is scripted and you couldn't do that. Yeah. Um, I think that more questions need to be asked of Sean McDermott though, rather than pointing the finger at Josh Allen, uh, because I still think that Josh Allen's I'd say top three. So I'd, I'd say Mahomes one burrow two, Allen three. Um, I think Burrow's just starting to pull ahead a little bit, but the Bengals are a good team. And I think that luckily they played well enough that they, the offensive line didn't have to be a story. Yeah, and on the fact, this is a rematch from week 17 after the whole mm-hmm. DeMar Hamlet thing. Who was in attendance? Yeah, he was there, yeah. On Sunday, but um, 
I feel like this game did matter either way in the regular season, but now it doesn't matter because I think in the regular season it would have been even a bigger blowout. Yeah, and then Buffalo probably like if Buffalo won, they'd probably be the one seed. Yeah. And but that didn't happen, obviously. But also Joe Mixon did have a great game. 20 carries, 105 yards, one touchdown. He's been killing it. Yeah. I think the the trust that they have with the offensive line too, like losing what was it for this game? Was it two starters or three starters on the O line? It was one, it was two uh, or three. It was two because they didn't have Ted right. Harris or they had uh, three. Kappa. They had three originally and then one came one more came back. But the fact that you go down two offensive linemen and you're able to produce a really solid running game and Buffalo never were really able to get pressure on Burrow like the no. whole game. So and that it, it, it definitely they definitely improved their old line over the offseason like with Leo Collins, Alex Capo, Tech Harris. Mm-hmm. I mean they signed a bunch of they signed a bunch of dogs. Well and, and they get, put their money in the right spots. Yeah, of course they did because they have a young group of a quarterback in his third year after making the Super Bowl in his second year as the starting QB. Like that's just that's just something that's and also coming off an a, a, um, ACL injury. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's, Burrow's had his he's in his prime right now with having a breakout season last year, making it to the Super Bowl. Of course, losing the Super Bowl to the damn Rams, uh, dude. I don't know that that was a really close game too. Yeah, well, and, and to your if, point, it makes me wonder what Burrow could have done that first year if he would have stayed healthy his whole year. I don't think that he could have gone to the Super Bowl because I think Jamar Chase was that X factor that the offensive was missing. But I think he could have taken them far, seeing how good he is. Yeah, and like after drafting Jamar Chase, you you have a great receiving core of Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd. I forget the fourth one's name, but his last name is Morgan. Um, Yeah. Sorry. But... And they also signed Hayden Hurst over the offseason after losing Zama. He's been huge for them. Yeah, and I think it's... Honestly, Zuma, Zuma is great, but going to the Jets was probably his worst mistake ever. Well, and Hurst was such an upgrade. Like we thought, yeah, that, too. I thought like, that Zuma was going to be a huge miss, and Hayden Hurst has come in and played really well. Yeah, and Hayden Hurst is also a blocking tight end too, and mm-hmm. kind of like Aaron Tomlin, Eric Tomlinson with the Broncos, who signed him over the offseason on a one-year deal, but now we're going to probably stick with Dulcich. Greg Dulcich also had a really great rookie year. Even though I would he's stick hurt, with Dulcich for sure. I would stick with Dulcich too, and we get rid of Okwabunum. I don't know. It's just Okwabunum kind of just sat out the rest of the year. I feel like at this point, but um, yeah. If if Burrow plays like he did this last week in KC, he's three and zero against Kansas City. Three, by the way, he's three and zero against Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So if he plays like he played last year and the defense steps up like they did last year, then it's going to be a f- freaking dog fight well and that's what's so crazy to me apple has a big ego but at the end of the day he's proven it he's proven it and like the way he plays is what defines him instead of his trash talking and all that stuff right yeah so um, i think that's what he needs to learn though is maybe let your play do the talking rather than continuing to just chirp because it's annoying yeah and we'll we'll come back to bills because there's also some other stuff going on with the bills um we went on the Jackson, uh, Jacksonville, KC. That was just a really close game, I feel like. Um, I watched it at work. But Mahomes, 22 for 30, 195 yards, two touchdowns. Travis Kelsey, 14 catches, 98 yards, two touchdowns. So Mahomes, both touchdowns were to Kelsey. And most of his yards were to Kelsey. Most of his um, yards were to Kelsey. Yeah, I think we'll, we'll talk about this later too, but 
Mahomes would have had more yards and more touchdowns probably had he played this whole game. But Chad Henney came in and played really well. Um, yeah, and then Mahomes on the injury report. I saw the injury report today. Mahomes is questionable for this week, but he'll we're play. all he'll play. Now, I think he'll play unless I think unless something happens during yeah, practice. Yeah, unless something happens he, in practice where he yeah. gets knocked out. But listen, a high ankle sprain is not an easy injury to recover from. Um, just ask Michael Thomas. Just ask. You know, there are so many players that have dealt with high ankle sprains. Um, He's got to work things out too because he's had Mario. He had he had Mariota. He's more mm-hmm. of a pocket passer. Tannehill's also more of a pocket passer. Malik Willis is a mobile quarterback. He's kind of like he reminds me of Russell Wilson. Reminds me of Jalen Hurts. Reminds mm-hmm. me of Lamar Jackson. Yeah. So I think Vrabel needs to up his game, or even like their offensive coordinator had a really really bad year. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised if they hired a new. OC they're too Derrick the... Henry centric. So yeah, they are. And I think that AJ they're... Brown was huge for them losing AJ. Yeah, and I and like they got dra- they got Traylon Burks out of the draft. Traylon Burks had a pretty good year, I would say. Yeah, he did, he but he's not AJ so. Brown. No, he's not AJ Brown, but he's also a big body receiver. But mm-hmm. tra- like those those Arkansas and Ole Miss receivers, holy shit, they're f-ing huge. But um, sorry, that's a bleep. <laughs> yeah, but, but no, they are. They're so good. Um, I think it just depends what titans doing the offseason like i think they need to find their oc at this point so but that um, makes me going back to our main point that makes me more enthusiastic about trevor lawrence and the jags because their division is not good um and i think they're gonna run that division for a few years now they're really on the up and i think i think i still think they'll probably they probably need another wide receiver um a really solid number one because I like Christian Kirk and I like, you know, what do they have? Zay Jones is still there Mm -hmm. and Evan Ingram played really well, but I just think that they need a really proven wide receiver one Um, or you go draft one, but I don't think that that's, this isn't a very stacked wide receiver draft. So I don't think that this is the year for wide receivers, but no, hold on. Positive, positive season for Jacksonville and definitely nothing like the fact that you kept it a one score game at Arrowhead is pretty impressive. Yeah. So, after looking at free agents, uh, they're only losing one receiver. Who are they Marvin losing? Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones. Bye. Yeah, bye. He's old. Um, But they have a lot of options at receiver free agents if they decide and they to they have a lot of money that they can use. They're not stuck yeah, in Yeah, they have a lot health. of they have a lot of money, and plus, you still have Trevor Lawrence on his rookie, on rookie contract. Yep, Travis Etienne on his rookie contract. Um, but there, there's no notable names like Pringle, Julio Jones would be a probably good addition, even though he's a little old. But um, Randall Cobb would be another good one. DJ Chark, Sterling Shepard, Nelson Aguilar, like all these are good, good uh, options. And, you know, like if you have to go an older receiver, or I think they could just go trade for somebody. Yeah, I mean, you, like as much as I don't want to say this, they might get Juju too. If because I don't think he's going to stay in KC if they lose this game. Absolutely. Yeah. Not. Well, the hard part about Kansas City is, um, and they and they played through Travis Kelsey too. Right. Well, not only that, but the hard part about Kansas City is now Patrick Mahomes' contract next year is finally going to take effect. So a lot of they have two offensive linemen and it's a wide receiver and Jarek McKinnon. They're all going to be free agents next year, mm-hmm. and. So I just I don't think that they're going to be able to keep all of those because they're going to be paying Mahomes so much, which as he should be paid that much. But um, I think the Jags, listen, super positive season. You go from the worst team in the NFL to 
to winning a playoff game and and taking the Chiefs um to within one score. So definitely positive for them. I think I think a goal for the next year would be to get ten plus wins. That's it. Yeah. And win the division easily. Don't make it come down to the last to week. last to the last week because that was yeah. between them in Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Right. So I think they need to win it comfortably. I think they want to host another playoff game. And I think you, you aim for, for either a conference championship or a divisional again. I agree. So next week, before we move on to the NFC, uh, we have Cincinnati, Casey, obviously Cincinnati's favored by with negative one and a half. And the over under is 46 and a half. What is your prediction? I like I like the Bengals. I've liked the Bengals since the beginning of the playoffs. I still think they're my pick to win the Super Bowl. Honestly, I think that they're the most complete team um, as a whole. I think that Mahomes, even with a fully healthy Mahomes, I still like Case uh, Bengals. Excuse me, but I think Mahomes' injury is going to be a problem. I don't think a lot of people realize it's like he he's not going to be the same. He's not going to be as mobile. He's not going to be able to extend plays like he does all the time. Um, and the Bengals are just such a good team. So I think that that's probably a fair probably a fair line because it's going to be a close game either way. But I, I like the Bengals again. Yeah. I'm going to agree with you on that too. And it's been Holmes questionable too. And it's just Nico Hardman is also questionable. Um, so they're losing two they're losing two key players if if he's out. Which and I the Bengals think. can only get healthier. They don't yeah, have the anybody on the injury list. They have they can only get healthier. Their offensive linemen can only come back. You know, they don't they're not missing anybody. No. But uh, yeah, I also like Joe. Bur- I like Joe Burrow in Cincinnati as well. Mm. Um, if they play as like if they play like they did last year when they made the Super Bowl, if they play like how good. they have been playing, they'll be fine. Yeah, and that too. Like you come on, you went marched into Buffalo, and people were counting you out in that game too. Smacked them. Yeah, like and especially since this is gonna be in KC now and not in goddamn Atlanta for whatever goddamn reason shout out to shout out to joey b for telling people yeah. to get their refunds loved that but if, i need they, their defense is like that's that's the only thing yeah yeah they need but it, this Kelsey. offense we thought would be a lot worse than they're not in terms of kansas city but i'm still a lot less worried about their offense if i'm having to defend them you know yeah juju and you know um and travis but like they don't have that crazy deep threat like they used to and no. their drives are slower. They got to take a little bit longer to get down the field. And I think that only benefits can uh, Cincinnati because they have that big playability T Higgins, Jamar chase, both are Tyler Boyd. All three are capable of taking like a 60 yard bomb. And then I think with their running game too, they're gonna be able to slow the game down, control the control the clock. So. Cool. All right. Moving on to the NFC. We're just going to go over this briefly. I would Eagles say. are good. The Eagles are Eagles really are, good. The Eagles are really good. Uh, <laughs> I think they did. I mean, I, week 18 matchup against the Giants was a really close seven-point game. Um, and they also had all their starters, which I would have rested, honestly, because they had the number one seed lockdown. Right. But, um, yeah, Jalen Hurts looked really good. Even though only passing 16 for 24, 154 yards. But his run game. His run game. Their run game is really good. Yeah. Um, You know, and he got a good receiver core too. Demonte Smith, AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard. Um, But I definitely think their ground game did improve, especially with having. Yeah. 
and three rushing touchdowns, two passing touchdowns. Their offense is just so is so fun to watch. They have mm-hmm. so many different schemes and things. That's why I think if if it is Bengals Eagles Super Bowl, it's going to be a light. It's going to be a fireworks show. Oh yeah, um, and like especially since no one's going to have home field advantage this year because in Arizona and Arizona uh, did not make the playoffs. Right. Yeah, they're out. So yeah, they're out. I also think. Held, go ahead. Sorry. They held Giants in check. Well, and that's what players. I was going to say. I also think that we're not we're forgetting a little bit. We're so captivated with the Giants off. I mean the Eagles offense. Excuse me that. That we're forgetting that the Eagles' defense is a really good defense. Um, oh, yeah. They're finally kind of getting back to what they were, um, and I, I'm just going to give a little preview because we're going to get to it. But I, I still I like the Eagles to advance. I do too. And then Sam Fran and Philly, or sorry, Sam Fran and Dallas was really close. It was a game. really good game to watch. I don't know if you watched. I think uh, that you were busy, but. This was a really fun game to watch. I know that the scoreline may not jump out to a lot of people, but um, it was it was a good game. I think that it's gonna ra- it's only raised questions about Dak Prescott. That's the only thing that I've really seen come out of this game. But look, I think Dallas played really well. They had a game plan. They looked a lot better than Buffalo did, and yeah, I mean, like New York a... did. Like they looked prepared. It was a six point game too. Like. That's mm-hmm. the same exact. Well, and they had a chance. They had year, a basically. chance to go and tie the game. Yeah, and they did. It, Prescott blew it. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is like you have it was 12 to 19, and you have a chance. And then what? Okay, so here's something that doesn't get talked about enough. Um, in that game, they had the ball. Cowboys get the ball. They have two timeouts. It's about I I can't remember exactly, but I think they had about two minutes, a little over two minutes left on the clock. They go first down, second down, third down, fourth down, and they punt. And then they take their timeouts, which they did end up getting the ball back, but with like 45 seconds and no timeouts. If I'm, if I'm, uh, oh my gosh, what's his name? Now I can't think of it. Kellen Moore, you're not, you're telling me, I know that they were at like their own 35, but it was like fourth and four. I would have gone for it because you still, then you get the two more two minute warning on your side you get the two timeouts on your side you don't have to rely on your defense to get stops and then hopefully you have enough time i would have gone for it in that situation um but yeah, their last play if you was convert a disaster too, if you convert too that's huge right but, momentum um, shift Dak prescott 23 for 37 206 yards he was not touchdown good. 119 no. two picks uh and then brock purdy 19 for 29 214 yards, no touchdowns. Purdy no looks exactly like what he's been looking like, like efficient, finds the plays when he needs them, is able to get out of trouble. Um, and listen, it makes me sad because just Dak did not look good. Dak looked really bad, and it's sad because he looked so good against the Buccaneers. Um, but it was kind of a reality check for for the Cowboys, I think. And, you know, maybe we talk about this later. It's like, do you draft a quarterback if you're Dallas? I think that it's probably time. Yeah, or or you trade Prescott for mm-hmm. Carr. Or you, Prescott to or you give Cooper Rush another try. I know that yeah, sounds silly, Cooper but, Rush another try. but Dak clearly is not. If you want to win a Super Bowl, I don't think Dak is your guy, at least in Dallas. I think Dak could win a Super Bowl and a lot of other teams. But I think in Dallas, I don't think he's the guy. No, at this point, no. Um, I mean, shit, they could sign Baker if they wanted, wanted to. If Baker doesn't go to stay with LA, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um, or even Darnold, Darnold's a great pickup too. Garoppolo's a great pickup. I wouldn't like Darnold, but I would take Garoppolo. 
Yeah. And Daniel Jones is also on his last year of his contract. He's not been extended. I think that they franchise I think that they franchise tag him. Yeah. Um I think the Giants will franchise Danny Dimes. I still don't think that he's the quarterback of your future, but he showed signs of improvement. Or or even Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Like I think I think Lamar will stay in Baltimore. That's my so? gut feeling. Um while I, I think it'd be fun to see him go elsewhere, I just have a feeling that he'll stay. Do you think do you think Baltimore franchise tags him though? Because they don't have the they don't have money for shit right now because they just extended Roquan Smith. Yeah, I think you have to franchise tag him. And then I think yeah. what you do is you franchise tag him and then you talk about a deal being worked out. Yeah. Um and listen, a franchise tag, you're still making great money. So um I think Lamar will stay. That's just my gut feeling. But oh, there's also there's a market the market's big this year for free it's agents. it's it'll be interesting in terms of free agent and in terms of like trades quarterback carousel vibes yeah. so um what do you think about about um this matchup that's going to go down in philadelphia philadelphia um hosting the niners what do you what do you think uh eagles are favored by two and a half over under is also 46 but mccaffrey is questionable adrian brown is questionable so this will come down to I I don't know once I think it's gonna be a one score game. If everybody's fully healthy, do you which team do you take? I'm taking Philly. Sorry, yeah, Caleb, love you, bud, but Philly. If Philly, I, plays, I really like Philly. If they play the way that, yeah, I think you were just gonna say if they play the way they do against uh, New York is. I had this conversation with Caleb two nights ago. He's like, um. Uh, he's like top. I'm like top offense against the top defense. He's like two great offenses versus two great defenses. I'm like nah. He's like huh? Eagles I would not. Elite. I would I'm not like, no. argue. I would argue that it's a great offense versus a great defense. I would argue top defense versus top offense. Philly, yeah, offense. San Fran's defense. Right. I don't, I don't I think don't... that. I don't think that Philly's defense is to the level that the Niners' offense is, and vice versa. Yeah, like. Yeah, you got some valuable pieces off trade market this year with Robert Quinn and um, who's the other person that they traded for for defense? I can't remember off the top of my head. But um, what was I going to say? Um, I, if the Eagles play, if the Eagles offense plays like they did against New York, it's going to be a f-ing blowout. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if one player makes up a defense. Doesn't matter if a like two players make up a whole defense. You're the yeah. whole point of a game plan is to figure out how to move the ball down the field with these players on the field, with the players you know, that you have against the players yeah. that they have. It's just and I mean that. and I mean no disrespect to uh, like Caleb. I don't read any strength of his team, but he needs to learn that. They're not the greatest defense in the league. Like every defense is great. They, I do think you, that right now, I do think that the Niners have the best defense in the yeah, league. Yeah, right like right now. now the Niners have the best defense, but they're still missing key pieces. Like it's not the best defense in the NFL. No, it doesn't no, matter no, about 100%. rankings. It depends how your team plays. I think it's just how the coach game plans against the defense and the offense. Like that's just that's football one on one, this game plan. Right. But I'm gonna take Philly. Yeah, me um, too. So we all know Caleb will take San Fran because it's Caleb. Well, and listen, you back your team. Like, yeah, and you back your team. Like, yeah, we would all do the respect. same thing. Yeah. Um, but also, I hate KC too, so I'm definitely rooting for Cincinnati. I don't even hate. I know that you're divisional. I have to say that you're divisional rivals, but um, 
Kansas City is like the one like dynasty that I'm just I don't I'm not bored of them to be honest. Like it's not like a Brady situation where I just hate him and I'm so bored of them. I know that if they were in my division, I think I'd probably if if you know if the Chiefs were in the Saints division, I'd probably hate it. But like I'm not bored of them and they're not they're likable. Like Mahomes is a likable dude. Andy Reid's likable. Kelsey's likable. You know, so I just think that that's interesting. I was talking with my mom about this because she's like, I'm tired of KC. I'm like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of them, but like they're likable dudes and I don't have anything against them. Like, I think if, if the, if it was rematch of Super Bowl from a few years ago, if it was Niners Chiefs, I would still cheer for the Chiefs. I just, I'm, I don't like the Niners, man. I'm just tired of the Niners. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah. We are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to give some head coaching updates. Also, some trade talks, draft talks. We'll okay, right sounds back. good. All righty, we are back. Pretty good predictions, I would say. I didn't yeah, get close. Well, and I've been 10 for, what would it be, 10 for 10 on my predictions so far? Did every game K- that... Did you every have KC? Game, yeah. Every game that I've predicted so far, I've gotten right. Score lines, I've been off, but, but oh, yeah. I think... Again, we, you and I talked, and it's like we kind of both wanted Dallas, but we both thought and predicted the Niners. So, yeah. All right. Head coaching updates to give out real quick. Sean Payton was on his way to Denver. He's still flying to Denver tomorrow, but the interview did get delayed for his second interview. But the interview is delayed now. Okay. So he's still going to fly to Denver, but now he's going to go interview with the cards on Thursday. Dan Quinn has also had a second interview with the Cardinals as well. And then Jiro Evero is also getting a second interview with the Houston Texans. Okay. Um, the Broncos front are front runners for Peyton right now. Mm-hmm. And they're expected to interview with him soon. So I just want to hear your thoughts on this real quick. So a couple things. Um in terms of from a Saints fan's perspective, I'd be happy with him going to Denver just because it's out of – it's in the AFC. Right. I don't like the draft pick because no. it's 49ers draft pick, and they are one <laughs> win away from going to the Super Bowl. Um, So I don't like the draft pick, but I, Saints fans can't be very picky because we don't have a first-rounder. So, But, you know, you look at – just to get a little in-depth here, if you're looking from a Saints fan perspective, we have – the 40 the 40th pick 40th or 41st and then if you get let's say you get let's say it turns into 29 let's say they lose oh no they so they'd get 30 29 or 30 right i think it depends you, on the score if you want a quarterback for your future you want one of those top two quarterbacks you could package those and trade up yeah you could package 40 and 30 or whatever and trade it to a top 10 somebody who probably would be fine with trading down and you take your quarterback um do you but, do you do you think would you give Jameis one more shot if you were the Saints? I coach? would, I would, but I don't like him under Dennis Allen and Pete Carmichael. I think that he needs something else. I wanted Jameis all year, so um, I love the guy. He's such a good. Um, I love Andy too. Like I'm, I've met both of them because I got to meet them in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Jameis was a lot more quick um because he was walking out and I talked to him just for a second. But they're both good dudes. But they're just I don't know. Um, but anyways, going back to Peyton. I've also heard though that Sean is not 100% sold on going to Denver. No. He's still 50-50 with Fox for coming back to the league, but I think after the second interview I think he'll 
he'll make a decision for sure. I wouldn't be don't count out Arizona or no. even Carolina. Um, he's supposed to be interviewing. I believe he's supposed to be interviewing with Carolina this week as well. Um, so he's got a busy weekend ahead of him. But obviously, if you're Denver, you give up what you can for for Sean Payton because that's yeah. your last shot. But I do. I'm starting to get a bad feeling about Russ. Um, not even player wise, but personality wise, it's sounding He's pretty desperate. like it's getting toxic as well. Yeah. Um, so that makes me concerned. And that's where I think that the concern might come in for Sean is like, do I really want to come out of a really good gig that I'm in to then get into a thrust into a toxic high pressure situation? Because immediately you're going to be thrown in and you're going to be talking about Super Bowl expectations. Yeah. And like, I agree with you, but we also do have money as well. Right. Say. And that's what they were saying is that, you know, they have money to work with, but the the person that is causing the divide or toxicity is somebody that you're already paying money to. Yeah, um, $250 million, by the right. way. So I'm just, I don't know. I'm very iffy. I wouldn't be surprised if Sean goes to any of the remaining three teams because it sounds like Houston is... um. They're sorry. fine. I think they're final on Ejiro, honestly. Much I want to say it, but you think what? I think Houston's final on a Giro. I think he'll hire a Giro. He's such a good coach, and that's what. Like... But that's what makes me think. I just don't think that Sean wants the Houston project. No, but I think that he would go to Arizona. I think that he could give it, it a shot. Um, they have think... cap. They have money to work with. They got a new owner a, or a new GM. A new GM. GM. I think that that's that's a good spot. And then in terms of. I would hate to see it, but if, I mean, Carolina is not a bad spot to land at because you have the richest owner in the NFL. One of um, the, I believe he is the richest, the richest owner in NFL and you have no quarterbacks, but you have a top five pick or top. I think it's top five or is it top 10? Yeah, but there's a chance that gets traded though. If you hire, if they hire Sean, I would be really surprised if the saints get a top 10 pick for Sean Payton. Yeah, I'm really would be surprised. Too. I would be, I'd welcome it, but I would be really, really surprised. It's starting to sound like more mid to late round. So that's why the Houston thing would make the most sense because they have that 12th pick. But um, yeah, it, it's an interesting one for sure. And I, I mean, if I were Sean, I'd say I'd call the Chargers and be like, hey, you sure you don't want to fire Staley? <laughs> that's what I would think. But yeah, uh, and then it's, it's, it's close, honestly. It's yeah. really close. But I looked up the money line for Denver. This is way before Jim Caldwell dropped out. But they have Sean Payne at minus 110. He's a front runner still. And then Dan Coyne at plus 250 and D'Amico Ryan's at 750. Those are the top three candidates. I think D'Amico's going go to um, gonna go to uh, Indianapolis. Yeah. Or, and they also have Jerry Rosberg on there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Broncos are expected to interview D'Amico Ryans after the NFC championship. Okay. Um, if you, okay. If I'm asking you from you're a, you're a Broncos fan, would you rather have D'Amico Ryans or Dan Quinn? Probably D'Amico Ryans. Yeah. Um, he kind of reminds me of Ijiro. So, and I think Ijiro did a really great job with our defense this year. Yeah. So, um, Hell, I'd even prefer freaking David Shaw over Dan Quinn, honestly. <laughs> it's so funny that you have – I mean, we are talking about the same Dan Quinn who took the Falcons to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but that was with Matt Ryan, though. And he had Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley and 
Yeah, but they're pretty good. Russell defense, Wilson, too. Russell Wilson, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy. I mean, it's pretty like. Good. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's tough to decide. I get what you mean, though. I mean, yeah. I've always I'll I always have guys where I'm just like, ugh, no, don't so, do that. Um. All right. Any other any other coaching really updates? I don't think there's a whole lot moving on other than no. other than the big players right now. Yeah, the Patriots did bring back uh, Bill O'Brien, right, as the OC. He's mm-hmm. been serving as Alabama's what offensive assistant OC, I think OC. Yeah. So he's getting the chance to work with Mac Jones again. Do we see any improvement with Mac Jones this next? Well, week? I don't think it takes much, right? Because I think this year he was so bad. But I think. Listen, I think that the Patriots could very well, I mean, depending on how they play, I think they could end up sneaking into the playoffs next year if they if they play well. They already snuck in the first year with Mac Jones, and I think Mac is a very capable quarterback. I wouldn't want him as my number one, but he's a capable guy. Um, and I just think once you give him somebody who's actually competent at what they're doing, um, then it works. Yeah. But that's that's uh it's pretty much it with coaches, but I think the yeah. main thing was the Sean Payton interview being delayed. Oh, also, we got to talk about. Um, so after their horrendous performance <laughs> at home in the playoffs, do you, if you are in charge of the Bills organization, do you fire Sean McDermott? I would say evaluate McDermott and see how he's doing. Because Caleb brought this up to me as well. Brock Purdy's been pretty solid this year because of Kyle Shanahan. If Josh it, and I, I don't know, Josh Allen's a little overrated right now, just with everything. But I think I would reevaluate with McDermott, see, give him one last chance. I think he will be on a hot seat next year if they. So you think you give him? If you were in charge, you'd give him one more year. Yeah, I would give him one more year. Okay. And he's he's probably most likely on the hot seat this next year if they make the playoffs and lose again. Because that's happened before where teams make the playoffs, they're gone and they lose, they're gone. So if I'm I'm the owner of the GM, I would reevaluate what you got with your coaching staff and figure mm-hmm. out, all right, we're gonna give you one last chance. If we blew it, you're out. So Yeah. I think that's a fair perspective. I think it's just it's so crazy. We we've talked about this before, but the amount of success that offensive minded head coaches have in the league compared to defensive minded head coaches. And it's not even close. And so this season, Sean McDermott was technically the most successful defensive minded head coach in the league. And he's out of the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think he got completely out coached in that game by Zach Taylor, completely out coached. Now a lot of people are Zach Taylor has improved. Like, you oh yeah, me. yeah, they yeah, hired, yeah. They, like they hired him right as they drafted Burrow too. Right. So I so. think also a lot of people though need to. A lot of people are going to point to the fact that Brian Dable's gone, um, and I do think that he worked wonders with Josh Allen because you're seeing what he's doing with Danny Danny Dimes now, but that's not enough. You can't give me that excuse anymore. This is like four or five years in a row that you've gone into the season as the favorites to win the Super Bowl. Which is so crazy to me that they've always been the favorites when they haven't even made it there yet. Yeah. So, and none the fact, none the fact, why not get rid of Devin Singletary instead of freaking Zach Moss? Why would you do that? You know, you give Zach, you give, you're giving Indianapolis a because look what Zach back. Because look what Zach did like two weeks ago or yeah, three weeks ago. Exactly. Like 200 yards, two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I just, 
they're they will never make sense to me and i think i think i don't know if i'm in charge this might be a hot take if i'm in charge i'm i'm saying sean you've done us well you've gotten us to high to to good places but we need we're aiming for better and for more and you can't get us there and so that's why i think i would personally fire sean mcdermott because just defensive head coaches just don't succeed in this league and if you were a defensive head coach and you were a team like Detroit or something like that with like a, a B B minus quarterback, that's okay. But when you have one of the best quarterbacks in the league and you're a defensive minded head coach, it just is not going to work in the long run. Yeah, and Detroit had a good year this year too. They're like nine and eight. I mean, surely they missed the playoffs because Seattle won. Obviously. Right. Right. But um, they, they, they knocked the Packers out. I think honest. that, the, I think that they make, um, I think that the Lions make the playoffs next year. So depends what kind of moves they make too, I would say. Mm-hmm. But moving on to trades and free agency. One thing that I noticed Saquon to be a free agent. You think? I think he'll resign. You think so? I think I mean, so. he just declined a f- big ass deal too. I just, where do you go? Where do you go right now? A running back needy team. I mean, I if I'm Saquon, I still don't. I would rather play for Dable and and some like what what Dable showed this year. He's such a good. He's a really good offensive minded coach, and he improved the team and he got them out of that tricky division. Nobody thought that they were going to make it to the playoffs. Um, and I think that Dallas could regress next year. Um, and Washington is Washington. I don't think that they're going anywhere for a little while. So if I'm Saquon, I'd re-sign. Um, I think I would personally, right now in this moment, I would rather play for Brian Dable in New York than Sean McDermott in Buffalo. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think if Javante's not healthy by next year, I could see him going to Denver for like a one-year deal just to like have a solid back while Javante recovers. Um, but Saquon's good enough that he wouldn't s- sign somewhere for a one-year deal. He'd need yeah. to be signed for three, four, five. Yeah, I'm like, if you if we have Javante and Saquon, <laughs> yeah, yeah, not imagine happy, but in your dreams, imagine yeah. <laughs> in my dreams, yeah. But um, I don't, I don't know. He could sign with KC too, dude. They don't have Jack. Well, they just don't. own KC, I don't think we'll have the money to do something like no, that. I think that, that New York will have the money. I think I don't know. I don't think that it will be interesting if he really doesn't. But I would, I would just be really surprised if he doesn't resign with them. Me too. Yeah, me too. Um, Aaron Rodgers is not going to be traded within the NFC. It's a real possibility that he will get traded this offseason. I do where, think so. Where, where would you think he would go? So I've started to change my mind a little bit on this. Um, mm-hmm. I originally said that I think that Rodgers could go to Tennessee, which I still think is a possibility um, because Tennessee has the draft capital too. Um, I just – I'm starting to get this feeling that Aaron might end up in Vegas. Um, and I also think that Brady, uh, it came out today that he was taking his kids to like, look at private schools or schools in Miami. So we know that Brady's leaving. There's no way he stays. If he retires, I don't think he's going to retire. I don't think Brady's going to retire, but I just, I think that Aaron Rodgers, I think Vegas makes sense. And I think Tennessee makes sense. What do you think? Yeah, I agree. Um, if we're talking Tennessee, what 
what player would you be willing to give up for Rodgers and picks? Other than Traylon Burks and Derrick Henry, I would give up. I think what I would do is I would send Tannehill and a first and maybe a third or something like that. Because they're asking how old he is. Because they're also asking two picks, uh, two firsts. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to get two firsts. No. Um, I think that they should probably just because I don't think that Aaron is a top 10 quarterback in the league anymore, but because of who he is and the amount of money that he'll make you, um, I would, if I'm Tennessee, you'd get, you'd send Ryan Tannehill, um, whether you want Tannehill to be your starter or not in green Bay, you have a competent quarterback, you have Tannehill and then send a first and then maybe like a third. And then Vegas, obviously car first and a third, first or second, first and right. first. Right. So. I don't know. Like, I don't know. This is so unrealistic, but imagine the Russ Rogers trade. <laughs> swap. Swap. Yeah. I mean, literally yeah. they have the same contract too. So it's like, I just think that that would have made, I think that Hackett originally thought when he signed for Denver, I thought Hackett, I think that Hackett thought he would be getting Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What about Brady? What do we think about Brady? Where do you think he's going to go? I don't think he's gonna go to Sanford anymore. No, Purdy's been playing too well. Purdy's been playing too well. Um, I could see him going to Vegas if they get rid of Carr. Um, when they, they get rid from, of Carr. When they get rid of Carr, if they don't find a trade for him in the next two weeks. Um, it's not really a lot of options. I guess they go to Miami, and then yeah. they take they swap to a. Yeah, and I mean, look if you're a Tampa Bay from a wait, no, Tom's a free agent, isn't he? Okay, because so I'm like, and then you, you switch, could, then you send Tua somewhere else, you can get draft capital. You could probably get like a second or a third for Tua. I don't think you could get that much, but I think you could probably get a third for Tua. Yeah, or I think another place you could end up is New York Jets. Yeah, I think I think the Jets are going to need a quarterback. So go back to go back to the AFC North. No, sorry, AFC East. Excuse mm, me. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, it'd be the same thing in my if you went to Miami too. Back yeah. in the same division, but it'll be an interesting one to keep your eye on. I think that he, I still don't think he's that good anymore, though. Like, if I'm any team, I'm not trading for him. And if I'm a Miami, I'm giving like, I'm just offering him like little amounts of money and being like, listen, we're bringing you in because we think that you can, we can win a Super Bowl with you, mm-hmm. but we, we don't have the money. We're not going to commit to you for three years. Like, the past you retired last year came out of retirement and now you basically haven't said anything he said on his own podcast he said i don't effing know when i'm effing ready i'll effing tell you so yeah yeah that's just tells you the type of player he is mm-hmm. but now he's that way now yeah he wasn't that he's... type of person in new england but no but also it's true they got they got tired of bill belichick mm-hmm. so um I don't know. I have one more team on mine. I forgot. I could see him go to Seattle too. Because Gino, they're losing Gino. Yeah, I just don't think him and Pete Carroll would get along very well. So no. I I think that Seattle should keep Gino, man. I yeah, talked or, about this last week. They, I think that they, they should draft. I think that they should draft like Stroud or something with their pick and then sit him behind Gino. But I think they should re sign Gino. I don't know. I think Gino's just a little, little bit old, to be honest. Oh no, he is. But I think that but you can't. They do the way they that do, he played this year. You can't just say see ya. 
Yeah, but the other thing is to consider is they have Drew Locke, strong arm, worked with Manning. So that's another thing you got to think about is Gino could go to like Detroit and take over Goff. I Goff. would rather have Goff than Gino right now, personally. Really? I think I really like, I think that Goff has played really, really well in Detroit. So, you know, when I'm, I, I just don't think that quarterbacks their need and they have what, what pick do they have in the draft again? They're up there, uh, like four or five. Like, they're top twenty. They're top ten, I think. No, you're right. They're on top ten. But I don't think that you take a quarterback. Their defense needs help. Detroit's yeah, defense need help. So, all right, we got anything else? Are you about ready to call it? I think we're good to call it. Yeah. Um, next week. Next week we will cover. I'll be fun. That'll be a. F- Fun, fun. Hopefully, Caleb can join us this time because he's at home right now. Hopefully, Caleb can join us and uh, and be sad about how his Niners lost to the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, man. Well, it was a good episode. Thank you guys oh, for yeah, watching for sure um, and, and listening will, and listening wherever you may be, however you may be listening. Next week we will cover championship games, Super Bowl matchup, Pro Bowl, and as well as. Whatever Some trades updates. come up, yeah. Whatever head coach hiring, I think trades, I have a feeling that we're going to know more about Sean Payton by next week. So I think so too. He's got three interviews this week, so we'll find something out. So. Oh yeah, for sure. But we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you okay. for listening to Take the House. Have a good evening and a great rest of your week. Uh, 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 uh,